Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Flower, back with the last on the water of the season with Dustin White. How you doing, Dustin? Marvin, we're cooling off here uh, finally a little bit in Wyoming, so doing doing great. Uh, love and life. How are you doing, man? I'm getting there. Is the bunny giving you the finger? Always. Always is. Yeah. You should still pet the bunny, though. Yeah, the big middle ear. That's, that's the one <laughs> from the <laughs> rabbit, but yeah. All good. So we were talking. So you're basically, with maybe one exception, you think you're going to, you basically, you're at your winter flows. And so, you know, what does that look like and what does that mean for anglers? Yeah, I, I think anglers are going to see a lot more predictable, con- consistent conditions. Uh, things are going to be temperature related. Um, it, for the most part, uh, on the North Platte, uh, grass is is diminishing. The, the reef still has a bunch of grass kind of stuck up at, you know, proper up at the dam. But as you start getting those lower stretches, you know, we're, we're done with that free floating moss. Um, our hatches are, are, are much more predictable now. And, and in all honesty, uh, you can read this river right now, like a comic book, you know, especially the reef section for a lot of folks, it's a little more subtle. Uh, it's a kind of a proper meandering, uh, Western prairie style river. So a lot of times when water's up, it's, it's tough to discern where they're, those fish are holding at. But right now that we're at 500 CFS, um, the fish are in pretty obvious spots. Um, the mile always is a very uh, easy river to read. Um, now that we are at winter flows on the mile, uh, for folks that are wanting to float that, I do, uh, you know, want to, you know, encourage some caution. Um, even though the water's down, that's actually when it becomes probably it's most difficult to row, most dangerous to potentially, uh, you know, a center or, or as I've seen before, even sink a drift boat. Um, so just, you know, just take some caution if folks are going to be out there, uh, rowing the mile, um, watch out for those sleeper rocks, you know, make sure you're kind of doing the duck, the duck and dive, uh, around, uh, the boulder fields, uh, that are there. But, um, uh, in terms of fishing, pretty fantastic. Uh, we are in full blown, you know, dry fly and streamer se- season, which uh, is is such a fun time of year for us. Very, very neat. And so, you know, on the streamer side, are the big browns on the move yet? Um, a bit, not quite. We're still probably. I mean, we even though we've talked about, you know, we're cooling off. Uh, this week it was still in the mid seventies. So we still need to get, uh, you know, some cooler temps to get those fish going. So, um, you know, we are seeing as Browns, we are, uh, catching some, but th- th- they aren't quite in full effect yet. Um, you know, we're uh, seeing Browns being caught with some regularity on the big horn. Uh, those fish are holding pretty tight to the banks. Uh, water's a, a, a bit higher there, uh, even though it's, it's dropped. Uh, the one thing, on the horn, um, it, to be aware of is there's still a ton of grass, uh, that's still growing from the bottom. It's not broke loose yet. So having, uh, uh, the, the appropriate, uh, sink tip or, or floating line in kind of, uh, going through that schematic run to run and how deep you are versus how high in the water column, that's going to, uh, yield uh, a lot of success and a lot less fr- frustration of, you know, raking in grass. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're starting to see the Browns. Um, like I said, more on the big horn, um, but uh, we're probably a week or so out before we start seeing a little bit 
more of an influx on uh, the North Platte uh, with those Browns, both on the mile and on the reef. Yeah, got it. And I would imagine your dry fly game is probably what, October caddis, maybe some blue-winged olives. I think you told me last time you still had crane flies, right? Yep. Crane flies is still seeing some here or there, but uh, not too much anymore. But yeah, October caddis on 100%. Uh, blue wings, uh, the afternoon, uh, later in the afternoon, a ton of midges. Uh, but it is a super fun time of the year to where, um, you know, when you get uh, to those twilight hours, there's heads everywhere and they almost are eating anything you throw at them. So as long as it's in the ballpark, they're going to be pretty happy fish have been spooky. And that's the other thing with lower water. Um, without as much moving through, uh, they're, they're demanding a little more, um, precision on presentation and from um you know a, a further distance out than what you know would be optimal for for some folks so you know being able to air out a pretty precise 35 to 50 foot cast um is, is pretty difficult you know to do but you know for 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 a lot of folks but uh, a lot of these fish don't want want us to get any nearer than you know 35 feet before they spook off and that's pretty indicative of of low clear water so being able if you're if you're wade fishing you definitely have an advantage to kind of um spot and stock and kind of get in a good position where you can make a cast but if you're in a drift boat uh, just be aware that, you know, they're probably not going to let that boat get any closer than maybe 35 feet. So casts, you know, are, are going to be at least that, if not a little bit further. Yeah, I got it. And I guess, too, one of the benefits of, the, you know, I always think about this when the water's low is to kind of, you know, fish and fish that day. But also think about, you know, this is what the river bottom looks like when the water's higher so that you can fish a little bit smarter the rest of the year. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of start learning, oh, there's a bucket here that I don't even know about or wouldn't have been able to tell. Or, or there's this you know, point that comes out that um, those fish are probably going to hold on, even though it, it doesn't uh, necessarily reveal itself in reading the surface of the water when, when water's up. So absolutely, uh, you know, take those mental notes. Uh, and if folks are, are unaware uh, or um, or exploring new waters, you know, having that uh, kind of tuck away uh, in your memory bank, so to speak, uh, can can help uh, down the road as well once water's back up. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, folks, uh, this is our last episode of the season. And so we're going to draw and we're going to draw for a half a day guided trip uh, with Dustin and uh, really happy, actually, for the person that won this. They're a very regular question asker at the Articulate Fly across a lot of our fishing reports and uh, wanted to let Brenner Johnson know that he won the half day. So congratulations, Brenner. Awesome. Congrats, Brenner. I'm stoked that you won it and uh, uh, even more stoked to, to be able to share some time on the water with you coming up. So I, I'm stoked uh, and Really, really appreciated the question that was asked. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, as we wrap things up for the season, you know, what does the off-season hold for Dustin James White? You know, Marvin, there's not too much of an off-season. Obviously, I'm going to head back to uh, the great state of Ohio and guide there in Pennsylvania for our uh, Lake Run steelhead to come off of Lake Erie. And uh, uh, so it'll be nice to, to get back uh, to my home waters there and be able to 
uh, target some steel bows as we call them. And then, uh, yeah, I'll be heading down to the Carolinas and doing, uh, a bit of, uh, red fishing and takes folks out to do that. So that's uh, a little bit of what the off season looks like before, uh, kicking right back out here to, uh, to Wyoming. They don't have good pierogies in Casper. That no, I, I <laughs> we don't have my, my, uh, my Slovenian dishes that I am well accustomed to, uh, um, uh, in, uh, in Cleveland our, our Eastern European dishes are, are few and far between here. If we're not making them on our own, which we do do a lot of, we do a lot of pierogi making and sauerkraut and sausages, but it has to usually rely on friends, uh, coming out to fish with me from Northeast Ohio that, uh, bring the groceries out with them. So I get the, I get to do that. And, and thankfully I had a few buds that came out and fished with me a couple weeks ago that, stock me up on all the the proper eastern european mustards and everything else that uh are are a bit of creature comforts for me so yeah i'll be eager to get back to northeast ohio and have some uh some proper proper food yeah and you won't have to buy rounds of drinks at whatever bar you make people watch the browns game on right oh exactly yeah yeah (laughs) with the uh the browns backers uh crew here in casper is a party of two (laughs) Um, yeah absolutely (laughs) well there you go well listen it's been uh, super fun working with you on this again this season and uh, you know folks um, fall is my favorite time of the year to get out there and and fish so get out there and catch a few tight lines everybody tight lines Dustin tight lines Marvin thanks so much 